0: Let's talk about Mother's Day. Uh, it's filled with uh, joy and celebration. And many folks, uh, of course, whenever we look on our social media feeds, we will be posting, uh, obviously, images of uh, them as kids with mom or perhaps taking mom out for lunch, whatever it may be, whatever, whatever way you celebrate uh, Mother's Day. It is filled with celebration and joy. But it can also be a painful reminder for those who are grieving uh, as well from perhaps a death or an absence of a mother as well. Joining me now to talk a little bit about with coping uh, on Mother's Day is Megan Sheldon, CEO of B Ceremonial. Megan, thank you for joining us.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Uh, you know, when um, we were initially talking about Mother's Day a couple of days ago um, for this show, and, you know, it is a day of celebration, but you have to remind yourself that, you know, people do uh, go through um, you know, grief uh, because of an absence of a mother as well. Uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, folks you've talked to uh, and what they go through uh, on a day like Mother's Day
1: yeah so I'm a celebrant and end of life doula, so people kind of work with me and I, I help them create a ceremony to acknowledge what they're holding and a lot of a lot of people reach out um, around Mother's Day. you know we have a, an app that helps guide them as well with be ceremonial, but um what I find is that people are looking for for permission to feel multiple things at once, so it might be a joy a day of joy and celebration. And it also might be a day full of grief and sadness um, and some of those other feelings that might stir. So whether you've lost your own mom, whether you're estranged from your mom, whether you've had a pregnancy loss or a child loss, or if you never became a mother, there's uh, a lot of us have complicated relationships with, with motherhood. And when we try to look at a day like Mother's Day only through one lens, Uh, we're leaving people out. So I think there's a a big movement right now on trying to be more inclusive to the range of emotions that people might have in connection with a day like this.
0: So how, uh, you know the day is coming, Uh, how do you prepare in advance of Mother's Day?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a big movement right now around opting out. So, you know, there's advice: stay off social media. Um, a lot of you know wonderful companies are sending messages ahead of time, saying you can opt out of our Mother's Day promotional email, so you don't get these. As kind of a trigger or reminder, and that's wonderful. And, you know, the the opt out movement gives us that choice. Um, but what I'm really interested in is what do we do instead? Um, so, for instance, on Sunday, um, like what can you do throughout the day where you're celebrating with your family, but also carving out some time. Um, to grieve and to create, you know, whether it's on your own or bringing together some other people. I know especially in the pregnancy loss community, there's a lot of events that are taking place where other people who might have had miscarriages or stillbirths will come together and, you know, um, acknowledge their own experiences and share their stories. I think that's a really big part of what we're trying to do through, through the ceremonial is give people that reminder that, your story is valid, and if you can find people to, to share that story and verbalize it with, then your experience feels more validated and, and more real.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, companies view these holidays as a marketing exercise uh, as well, but, uh, but my sense is, and from what, I'm, what I've been reading, some companies are, as you say, actually aware uh, that uh, people are le- dealing with loss and grief, and, and, and as you say, they are allowing you to opt out of, uh, of uh, I guess, promotional emails?
1: Yeah, there's some great companies here in Vancouver leading the way. I know Vessi, uh, the shoe company, they've been kind of at the forefront of that. And just today, I live in North Vancouver, we got an email from our school telling us that the school has decided not to celebrate Mother's Day or Father's Day because there's a lot of complicated relationships with with motherhood in the school. Um, And so instead, they're going to be creating kind of a more family-oriented project in June and opting out of the traditional kind of come home with a present for mom because if you don't have a mom waiting for you at home, or, you know, if you're in a different kind of makeup of a family, um, you often feel left out. So mm-hmm. for me, the goal is not to take away from what other people want to do. I think it's just holding space for all the different experiences and um, yeah, feeling feeling that feeling empowered to create something that reflects your own unique story.
0: So, I, I just want to clarify with what you're saying. So, the the school or at least a school that you're aware of or a district you're aware of, they're not celebrating Mother's Day or Father's Day just because there may be students going through uh, a different um, a different environment at home.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, mm. it, it's it's I mean, they, they can celebrate it on their own if they want. They're not telling people not to, but they're not going to be sending home a traditional Mother's Day gift. Um, because that would create some, you know, set an imbalance and, and, and bring aware awareness to the kids that might not have a mom for waiting for them at home. So mm. I think it's just, um, you know, starting, everybody's kind of fumbling a bit trying to figure out what the best path is. But I think the more that we talk about grief and and loss and and death and dying and all of these topics, then we become, it becomes more normalized.
0: On a a day like that, day like that day, Mother's Day itself, I guess ceremony (laughs) is important, ritual is important, or maybe building yourself a schedule, as you're saying, in regards to what am I going to do that day? Uh, That's all part of it.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, ritual for me is simply an action that you you bring intention into an action in the hope of creating meaning. So it could be the way you make your tea that morning and maybe you spend five minutes just, you know, acknowledging your mom if she's no longer here or um, a child that you lost. Or, you know, you carve ritual into your day. So you're acknowledging your grief in a, a bit more of a formal way. And then a ceremony would be kind of stringing together a series of rituals. So maybe you invite some, some friends down to the beach and you, um, you, know, you bring some flower petals and you all honour the moms that you might have lost or the, you know, the motherhood experience that you're grieving and you throw those petals into the ocean and you have a swim in the sea. Like There's a, a lot of different ways you can bring ceremony into the day that holds space for kind of the more complicated emotions you might
0: be holding. Uh, how should people who have moms and dads for Mother's Day or Father's Day, what kind of things should they be doing in regards to being just mindful of other people?
1: Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, if you've got a friend who's lost her mom recently or a long time ago, just be aware that this day is probably a little bit hard for her. She's, you know, she's probably happy and and excited about a lot of things, and there's a little part of her that's grieving. So ask her to tell you stories um, about her mom or about her child or about her, her complicated relationship with motherhood um, you know, do something to kind of make her feel inclusive and um, a part of it, and hold space for those difficult conversations. I think that's my my advice. And if you feel really, um, you know, enticed about how to create a ceremony, we've built an app that guides you through that process. You can go through and pick, you know, thirty or forty different secular rituals and create a ceremony that reflects your story.
0: So, so the, the, the the app allows you to to create your own, is it um, uh, media as well?
1: No, so it's a, a guided ceremony platform. So it's an app that you kind of go through these rituals, and you pick and choose the ones you like, and then it just walks you through them and invites you to make them on your own. So it, it gives you a place to start. I think a lot of people are uncertain of where, I mean, how do I start a ceremony, how do I plan a ritual? and we've built, uh, we've taken all of our experience and put it into Be Ceremonial to give people that that platform and that guide. Uh,
0: What uh, motivated you uh, to be a part of Be Ceremonial and, you know, be that individual uh, who uh, is trying to help people get through days like Mother's Day?
1: Yeah, so Be Ceremonial is myself and my husband. We started this after we had recurrent miscarriages and lost a parent, so we were kind of deep in grief and we're secular. We didn't really have a lot of ritual and ceremony to draw from, so I started to research and learn about all these different rituals that exist. Um, We then took all of that knowledge and put it into Be Ceremonial. My husband works in tech, so we wanted to make these tools available and accessible to people um, wherever they are, and we've got dozens of different types of ceremonies um, across the life cycle from birth to death. But we've really seen a big um, increase in people searching for the mother loss ceremony in our app recently. Um, we've just really realized that people are holding on to a lot of grief and they're not sure how to acknowledge it. So. The mother loss ceremony is a is a really popular one right now.
0: Has COVID, do you think, made these types of days tougher, uh, just because of you know two years of isolation and and sometimes there perhaps you, you're spending a lot of time thinking about maybe you should have communicated with 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 a loved one. Has COVID played a, a role in, in that as well in your mind?
1: Yeah, I, m- I imagine again, it's the both and it, you know it's made things harder and it's made things easier. Um, you know, I've the pregnancy loss community. There's a huge um, you know, connection with people through, through um, Zoom. There's, you know, the, um, last, last weekend, I held a bereaved Mother's Day ceremony over Zoom. So I had about 100 people sign up from all around the world and join me over Zoom. And we created our own ceremony um, for an hour and a half. And people were joining from different countries, different time zones. So I think the pandemic showed us that the rituals that we might have relied on weren't, um, you know, they weren't enough. And so we've had to get creative and find new ways to honor and acknowledge our experiences. And um, I think we're just at the beginning for a lot of us of of how we reclaim our relationship with ritual and ceremony.
0: Mm -hmm. Megan, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news.